Father, I thank you for Jasmine and Cicerone. And I pray, O oh Lord, your blessing and your grace to be upon them. Father, I pray that you would help them to share forth the things of Jesus, to share about the great things that Jesus has done in their lives. Bless them richly in this time. Bless them richly. And Father, your grace abound upon them. Father, anoint them for this task and use it, Lord, even as a stepping stone to many opportunities in the future where you would just work in their lives to share of you and of your grace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you very much, Dr. Tur, for uh, uh, this opportunity and to share our testimony and, and also the Lloyd, Chuck, and Barbara for always encouraging us to do this. And, and thank you. Um, before we get started, I just want to mention for some of you that were in the uh, Navigators meeting a couple of months ago at RISE, uh, it won't be so new for you because our lives have not changed that much in two months. <laughs> so uh, I, I would ask, we would like to tell you about how our life was before we, we met uh, Jesus Christ, uh, that you might understand what how our life has changed since then. Uh, personally, I want to tell you that I grew up in Mexico, in the Pacific coast of Mexico, in a farm with my parents. We were uh, seven siblings. In that place, uh, there is, until now, there is no electricity, no purified water, and not uh, gas also, so they have to to prepare food, they had to use wood. And you might think this uh, like really nice place in front of the beach where I used to grow uh, milking cows and and going for fishing with my dad. But what I remember is that were really difficult times because I thought how we live in poverty there my parents sending seven siblings to college. Um, and I remember what I used to thought is that I wanted a different life. Um, and I, I wanted to, to somehow become fam famous and, and also become rich and someday to help my parents. Uh, because I saw that how they struggle and in, and they struggle until now. Um, so, but so I, I decided to try to do my best in school and hoping someday to be, to to become rich, help them. Uh, but the problem was that I didn't believe that there was a God. And I, I'm not talking about believe, believe whether or not uh, in Christ. I even didn't believe in a creator. So I, for me, that was, I considered some, something like a foolish idea. Um, and at the time, I just focused in my goals, in my plans. I just focused in the school, in science. I just believed what the science says about the evolution. And 
I focused so much in doing my plans that my I felt my heart become arrogant, selfish, and I just was thinking on myself. And I remember uh, my my mother helping to instruct instruct me on the on believing on God. But I just remember that once I even made fun of them when they took me to church. I used to make fun of all my parents and my siblings because I didn't believe at all. And so that is uh, that was me before knowing Christ. And, and in my case, I also grew up in a small village uh, in Mexico, not so far from Cicerón's uh, uh, parents' farm. And I, I have two brothers. And my mother, as a child, used to take me and my two brothers to the weekly meetings of the Jehovah's Witnesses. And that I, I learned to respect the Bible as God's word. And I also heard that uh, Jesus uh, had come to give his life to rescue humankind from sin. And when I became a teenager, I wanted to dedicate my life to God. That's what I thought, and and I made a prayer and telling him that I wanted to give him my life. But I feel like I did not understand at the time what that would mean, what that would involve. But but I did that. However, when I went into um, high school, I slowly began to withdraw and stop the gathering in these meetings and and. And in college, I definitely stopped meeting with them, in part because I felt like some of the teaching did not uh, match what I was reading in the Bible. And in part, too, because I started dating Cicerone, and I felt like they did not seem appropriate. I was dating someone who was not a witness. And... So I completely stopped meeting with them, and I just kept uh, reading the Bible and praying once in a while for God to help me in my life. Um, well, sure, after uh, after college, so we got married, and also uh, we decided to come together to, to Rice University to study, uh, uh, to study graduate school. And but until then, I always felt I was doing good in school, and I just thought in my mind that I was good because of that. And so I feel kind of arrogant because of that also, and selfish. And I felt that I can do everything that I wanted and not not giving glory to God. But then sure after I just realized how was a very difficult barrier for me to come here. The language was a big barrier. And not only that, but I got into a research project that I cannot reproduce anything that another student have developed previously. So, 
So I uh, there was so much pressure on me to really finish that, accomplish those results, but I could not, rep I cannot reproduce anything. So and I knew that my advisor has uh, before has uh, fired people. So I, I, I felt like I can fail and I can be fired. So I really was thinking about just to quit the school and and I felt like I was so foolish that I cannot reproduce something and and I just said I'm not good for this. But the only thing that I have until then put hope in my life so I start feeling that I cannot I I have not hope to continue in that pathway. The only thing that was my reason in life. So so I start feeling a lot of emptiness in my life, depression. And 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 and, and, and just I was thinking about to quit and go back to my home and do what I learned in the childhood to do, which is milking cows and go fishing and live with my parents there. And On top of that, um, because of that situation too, we started having a lot of a struggle in our relationship. Naturally, you can imagine he wanted to leave. I did not want to leave uh, because we had worked so so hard, and 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 so then I felt like the problems were growing so much that I sought professional counseling without telling Cicerón because I felt like this was a very delicate situation. I felt a little bit um, lonely. I didn't know whom to talk about it, like our common friends. I didn't want to talk to them. I did not want to talk to my parents either because I was even afraid they might suggest us to separate because we were just thinking so differently at this point. But uh, around that time, I, um, a trip came. I went to Mexico by myself for two weeks. And while I was away, a big change uh, in Cicerón's mind happened. And he can tell you what happened. Oh, yes. Um, well, and um, before telling you that, I just want to also mention that when I came to Rice, I knew uh, a scientist that believed in God, Dr. Tour. For me, that was a shock. I never had, had knew someone like that. So... So now I, I'm glad that that I met him and I knew about him, and and also I'm glad that that happened to me, that my heart become humble because of that. Otherwise, I don't know. Probably I still don't would not believe in him. So I'm glad that happened to me. When Jasmine was in Mexico, I contact Doctor Tour, asking for counseling because everything didn't know what to do. And the only, I have tried many things, but the only thing that I never had tried is to throw something, believe in God. So he invited me to West University Baptist Church, and also to his home for lunch. So when Jasmine came back from Mexico, um, 
I uh, told her uh, we are going, that was on Saturday, and I told her we are going tomorrow to church. So he was really surprised because of that. Right, and we went to see Dr. Tour, and he shared with me the illustration bridge and uh, the launch. And he explained to me how I was, uh, how my relationship with God was uh, broken because I was a sinner. And in order to restablish that relationship, I have to repent from my sins and believe that the Lord Jesus came to die in the cross and cross again. And if I believe that, and believe that in my heart, then I will be saved. So um, I decided to trust on, on that. And that day, in my apartment, I kneeled, and I asked the Lord Jesus Christ to come in, into my life. And I repent of my sins, and and I believe in my heart. But but also, I remember that day I was expecting probably I didn't know what to expect. Something not supernatural maybe to happen. I wasn't sure, and I did it again the the next day. That was on Monday in the morning, and I having a similar experience. But until until then, I just decided to put faith on him and believe in my heart that he already had came into my life. And that was on August 30th, 2010. Um, and Even so, Cicerón didn't feel any supernatural experience when asking Lord Jesus to come into his life. The following days, I could feel what I would say was almost a supernatural change on him because he was in a good mood, he was in good spirits, he was cleaning the house, he was doing the dishes, and that was not him. And I felt maybe he was just missing me, he wants to be nice, but he was also reading the Bible every day. And... That was a real change for him. Well, just because uh, I, I can tell you that before receiving Christ, I used sometime in a while I opened the Bible, but I didn't understand anything about it, about the gospel. But now I felt after that that I can open and read it and understand it. So somehow, yeah, his spirit was guiding me understand the message or open my heart to receive it um, and yeah that was a big change I, before I also used to I remember once I made fun of my wife because she was reading the Bible so and now I was reading every day the Bible so that was a, a big change and also uh, we did not mention that the first time we came to Westview and then to the lunch at the tours um, we met the Lloyds, and they offered to have a Bible study with us every week in our apartment. And we did started having a Bible study. And it was after about uh, three months of Bible study that I slowly uh, began to realize that I, there was something missing on me. I had been missing. 
a personal relationship with Jesus. Even I believe there was a creator and there, there is a God. And I knew that Jesus had come to give his life for humankind. I realized this was a gift I had not accepted. So I meditated particularly on the words of Jesus in Revelation 3.20, which I want to read for you now. <coughs> and I put the mark, so I find it easily. Uh, <coughs> Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and I will dine with him and he with me. And I realized I had not opened the doors of my heart for him. So I did not want to miss this offer any longer. So I invited Lord Jesus also to come into my life. And I did not feel an abrupt change in uh, my behavior and what I was doing. But I could feel that I developed a deeper uh, love for my husband and a deeper respect for him as well. Uh, which was uh, which was something that really has helped us to to improve our relationship also as a couple. And from that time, ever, ever, that, since that time in August 2010, we continued to have this uh, Bible study with the Lloyds. Yes, and they they have been for us a huge blessing into our life because. They have come since then every week to our apartment and have Bible study and and not only studying learning more about the gospel but also they have encouraged us that we should we should share the gospel, the message with others, the good news. And and the first time we uh, tried out was with a our friend from Colombia that was she was facing probably a similar situation uh, than than me. So uh, we invited her and to my church. Yes, Sister Anne is talking about Isabel. Uh, Isabel was a Colombian grad student at Rice also, and I met her in the cafeteria when I was pregnant. She asked me if I needed baby furniture, so. Eventually, we started talking, and she told us she had a baby, but because of the difficulties to, you know, handle the grad studies and take care of her baby and other personal situations, she had to send her baby to Colombia. And so this was very hard on her. And, and when we went to her house, we could feel like she was really... Um, she was not feeling very well. She was not doing well. And we just directly told her about this, this class, and uh, we told her there are many RISE students that go there too. Would you join us? She joined us for uh, uh, the church and to this uh, study. Uh, Dr. Tur shared with her, actually, about the gospel too, and she uh, received Christ too. And eventually she went back to Colombia, but we still keep in touch uh, with her. And, and also uh, because we realized part of the problem with the Isabel was uh, her husband. We also became friends uh, of uh, her husband. Uh, uh, 
share that. Um, and I've been trying to share with him the, 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 the good news about Christ, but for, for him has been becoming, I think, so harder to receive Christ because he's Muslim, but uh, we still are friends and we, we still meet together once in a while, but he still has not received him, um, but we are trying. Um, and Cicerón has also been uh, talking to his family uh, a lot over the phone and uh, every time we go there he even got some um, videos in Spanish uh, with a, a speech about the message of the cross uh, in case that he could not uh, find the verses on the Bible or, or, or that he wanted to share. But this has been hard also for him and for his family because they remind him about like his past. So he, he can tell you a bit more. About yes, they, uh, it's been kind of confusing. Most of, you know, most Mexican or most my family is Catholic. So for them it's confusing to hear me now preaching then about God and Jesus Christ because they felt they already believed that and it's confusing for them hear me to ask them to receive Christ into their hearts um, and also as Jasmine said when I try sometimes to preach them they remind me how I was the one making fun of them so so but I still I don't care um, every time I see them I remind them I don't care so I hope one day they receive Christ into their hearts and we were also very happy that um, when we were going to get baptized here in, in Westview, uh, we invited uh, our, our friends and uh, also the, uh, including the people in the lab. At that time, I wasn't right. And among them, uh, Daniela uh, came that day and then to this, this uh, class. And we are most happy that she has been coming since then. And later on, uh, we uh, started having a Bible study, the two of us, at Rice, and, uh, which has helped us both to grow. And also, uh, when once we graduated, uh, it was uh, a little bit hard for us to, uh, to find a suitable time where we could meet, because now also we were living uh, more far away from each other. But we have finally found a time so that we can continue our Bible study together. And more recently, uh, I'm also very happy that I have had the privilege to serve as a volunteer in the Casa del Buen Samaritano, you know, the clinic that is church sponsors. And there, uh, what I do is actually, it's only once a month that I go uh, on Tuesday evening to to share uh, the message about Jesus to the patients when they come out after their consultation with the doctor. And I, I'm very uh, thankful for this opportunity, which I actually, I actually have had this in my heart to do for, uh, for a while, over a year. But uh, I remember that I, when I had seen, when I was still a student looking where the clinic was, it was like too far away from where we live in the schedule. I had also just didn't let me do it, but then uh, when I started my my job back in September, 
I decided to take a look again where was this clinic and I, I was gladly surprised that it was only six miles from home which now it was a possible commute definitely and I, I could go and do it so I'm very glad that God can use me to speak to the Hispanic community in, in this way and um, by the way if if any of you are interested in uh, serving also as a volunteer in the clinic, don't have to speak Spanish for that. There are many roles that don't need to speak Spanish. And um, also, uh, just to conclude my part, I would like to say that if you, like me, have grown up believing in there is a God, and you know that Jesus came and died for our sins. But you have never accepted him as your savior personally. Or you are not sure about it, do it. Because you might be missing that uh, wonderful gift of salvation and eternal life. Okay, that's what I want to say. Okay, um, so I... I just uh, would like to close uh, giving thanks to, to God in a prayer. Okay, um, so I will do it. Thank you, Father, because we now have a true hope to live. Uh, thank you for all you have done into our life, and bless my brothers and sisters in Christ. And also, if there is anyone that has not received Christ, please, Father, open their heart that they might believe in Him. We ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.